Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Okay, Sharp Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, midweek, a Wednesday, October 18th. Hope you're having a good start to your week. As we say hi, I'm Patrick Maher. Of course, Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson live downtown Las Vegas at the D Bar Canada. There, Fremont Street. Got a big show coming up for you. Of course, you've got the ALCS coming up tonight. I've got 503 on my first pitch. You east of me are going to have 803. You got Houston, Texas, Texas. They haven't lost a game in the postseason yet. It's going to be Javier versus Scherzer. Scherzer has been bombarding Bruce Bochi to get the ball. We shall see a dude that got hit before he went to the IR. We'll break down that game coming up in just a bit. Eric Kratz will join, does a great job talking baseball to talk the playoffs. Of course, he had the Phillies, who are just a wagon right now, a 10-0 win over the Snakes, which we'll get to. Mike Palm, the mayor of Las Vegas and, of course, downtown, VP Circa, everything. He does it all. Mike Palm is going to join. Max Starks, Super Bowl champ, is going to join in the final hour. We're going to jog the board. We run the board every Friday here on Sharp Money when Samich joins, but we will midweek jog the board, let you know where the numbers are, and then we can kind of monitor the movement as we get to Friday. And kind of jogging the board takes on a certain significance this week with so many injuries, specifically to the quarterback position. Uh, Sharp Money's power rankings, the SEC got in the way yesterday. So we know how much you love list. We're going to go ahead with a snake draft, Diamondbacks draft from bottom to top as far as the NFL and get to that best team. So plenty to do as we open it up. The Dustin and Amal had a big conversation about college football. It's actually a huge week eight in college football with a ton of huge matchups. So that's the start as we say hi. Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson. We start with the Indian Prince. Hi, Amal. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. How are you? I'm doing, I'm doing very well, and I think we should all send a special shout-out to the big guy. If you know He lives on social, so if you see him on social, at Dustin Sweetelson, go ahead and send him positive words of encouragement. Proud of him. He went to the gym, 
and got a trainer yesterday and is taking his health seriously. How are you feeling today? Uh, my guy? body's already rejecting it before it happens. I am exhausted. I am tired. I am sore before I even lifted a single weight. It's, it's not a kidney transplant. <laughs> no, it is. It is. It, you don't. To, when you walk in a gym as the fattest guy in the gym, it uh -oh. is so annoying. The looks you get, the feeling you get. And maybe people aren't even looking at me, but in my mind, everyone's looking at me. So you say, you're saying you're the fattest man at the gym, but also the most narcissistic, because I can assure you, people don't care. They're not paying attention to you. People only care about themselves. They're <laughs> never thinking about you, but projecting that the fact that they're thinking about you actually lets us know something's going on inside of you that may be overvaluing oneself. <laughs> well, no, it's uh, the opposite. It's under like they're looking at me going, why is that guy here? He doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't know how to get in shape. It's very evident in the way he's lifting those weights. That's kind of what's going through my head. I, I actually think it's the opposite. I think people respect the fact that you're there. It does, it, let's be real here for a second. I don't think it's the easiest situation sometimes if people are a little bit heavier than what you would normally see at the gym to be able to take that first step in there. So I think you're looking at it from a completely polar opposite no, view. Because then they do the patronizing thing. I don't even know if that's the right way of using this word, but they go, hey, it man, is, it is. Go ahead. Go, it hey, is. man, see you doing that work in here. Good for you. Keep it up, dude. I'm not six years old. Like, come right, on. But that's called patronizing when you're insecure. But maybe it's just sincere when those people are coming from a good place. This has been <laughs> a very weird open to the show. I'll start where I started the week. Instead of going to the gym, Dustin Sweetelson, go to a freaking therapist. What is happening to the freaking show? Are you kidding me? You used to produce it. Now you're taking it over and being weird. OK, just just please. Can we talk baseball for a second? My gosh, I'm going to have a meltdown. Uh, <laughs> we also boys. We also have some college football coming up tonight. Uh, but how about yesterday? We all said we went with the over and it kind of, it, it was weird because, you know, outside of the home runs that the Phillies are hitting boys, three more Schwarber had two. Turner had another one, by the way, some records set by the Phillies so far. That's the most home runs in a four game postseason span, which is 14 in the history of baseball. Also, they're at a plus 33 as far as run differential over an eight game span in the postseason. That's the most they've tied with the most players to have multi home run games in four. So the power numbers continue. You take a look, a 2 0 series lead headed back to the desert. Amal Shaw, 10 nothing. You know, it was fine. It's just, I watched this game in the D backs, they just kind of futile at bats, never really threatened, never really felt dangerous. And again, you know, it's a pretty special atmosphere there in Philly right now for these baseball games. And what really fires up a, a ballpark are home runs. Uh, you're absolutely right about it. I love that one of the signs I saw, it said Bedlam at the Bank, and it's exactly what it's been. And this team has continued to sizzle offensively. You referenced the home run record. Uh, this is a team that's had three home runs or more in four consecutive games. It's just been prolific what they've been able to do. Last team to do that was a 2008 Rays. But you mentioned they set the total record over four games. Incredibly impressive. But you mentioned Nola as well. I didn't think he was overwhelming, but I thought he was effective and efficient, which is exactly what he needed to be. You know, last Friday, we complained about the West Virginia game. Actually, you teed it up. I just complained about it for 30 minutes. I will say I got lucky on this over last night. Had no business winning this over. It was 3 nothing going into the later innings. The next thing you know, a couple of four spots put up by the Phillies. But 
Overall right now, guys, I think Philadelphia is in control the way they're hitting the baseball. The Diamondbacks come out of this series at the bank with just eight hits and 18 innings. That's an area of concern. You had your two best pitchers going. Now you got Brandon Fott coming back on the bump on Thursday. You will have an opportunity against Ranger Suarez, but I'm telling you guys, there's a date with destiny waiting for this team six games away for the Philadelphia Phillies. Yeah, it's interesting. You said it because I totally agree with you. Take a look at Nola's stat line. That's why watching the game at times, big guy, is important because, you know, six innings pitch, three hits, seven Ks, but it didn't feel that dominant. He didn't look like he had electric stuff. It did look like an Arizona team that was just a little bit overwhelmed. And I'm all mentioned, you know, for the seven and a half. You felt pretty good, or excuse me, you felt like you were in peril going into the sixth, and then they played four in the bottom of the sixth, four in the bottom of the seventh, and it was curtains, and we got it cashed at over seven and a half. It's a bludgeoning, and the Phillies right now, I mentioned they're a wagon. They're on a heater. It's an all-time heater. They've outscored, uh, out-homered their opponents so far in the postseason, 19 to four. <laughs> 19 to four so far, and that's, by the way, facing the Braves, the Braves who hit more home runs than anyone. So this is just kind of what this lineup was built to do, Philadelphia, right? Like, that's why they're never out of any game, because at any single point in time, someone in their lineup can go off. It was Castellanos for a while. Now it's Schwarber. I'm sure it'll be Harper again at some point. It's just a super deep lineup. And as long as they're going to put the ball over the fence, they're never out of any game. And also, they can just take momentum as they did last night and run with it. Good guys, I think the one place we have to give credit is to the Philadelphia pitching. The bullpen, the starting rotation, this has been the key. They've had seven wins so far in the postseason. Two against the Marlins, three against the Braves out of four, and then, of course, the first two against the Arizona Diamondbacks. In those victories... They have given up a total of eight runs. The Braves scored five in their victory. Remember, those were late two-run homers. I think it was Darno and then Austin Riley. Riley's going to hit anybody. It doesn't make a difference. But I think this team's starting pitching. Wheeler's been dominant. We know how good Wheeler's been. Aaron Nola has pitched extremely well over his three starts. And then this bullpen has done a fantastic job. I think it's all been a culmination, and they are getting hitting at the precisely right time. Tough to see them losing as we look ahead to tomorrow because – you know, Suarez was in a tough spot against the Braves and shut him down. So here comes Suarez, the lefty for Philly tomorrow night in Arizona, fought the rookie who's imminently hittable. And you got a number of $1.32 right now. We're showing that's the tonight's game, the Rangers and the ALCS. But I'm showing $1.32 on the Phillies and nine, nine and a half. So again, Depending if you want to go over or under here, you can find a nine, nine and a half. But I don't think much changes headed to the desert, boys. I don't either. I don't like the fact that you got Brandon Fott starting. Look, this uh, one-two monster with Merrill Kelly and Zach Allen was not Kurt Schilling and Randy Johnson reincarnated for the 2001 Diamondbacks. But you thought you had a good opportunity. You'd potentially be able to slow down this team. It did not matter. When Castellanos and Kyle Schwarber are hitting bombs left and right, you're going to get contributions from uh, Bryce Harper and Trey Turner. Those guys are two consistently good players. And I'll tell you what, I ripped the Phillies a couple of years ago when they signed Bryce Harper. I thought it was a terrible signing. I said, what are they doing? They're not going to win anything. Could not have been more wrong. This team has just been sensational the last couple of years. And now they're on the cusp of winning a world championship. I know they're still six games away, not trying to suggest that this thing is over. But when you look at a guy like Brandon Fopp on the bump, Patrick, I don't think it instills confidence confidence in the Arizona Diamondbacks, particularly a no. team that struggled offensively. If you were hitting and you had fought on the mound, you go back to Chase Field, you feel like, okay, guys, we'll go out and we'll score five, six runs. I don't know if they're going to be able to get to four right now, despite it being a hitter-friendly park. I don't disagree. Yeah. And you know what it is? It's, it's a full, you know what it is, big guy? It's an annoyingly full Phillies bandwagon right now. Well, we chill out. 
Okay, if you're not in that park, you have nothing to do with it. If you didn't grow up in or around, if you're not Benjamin Franklin, okay, you have nothing to do with what's happening in Philadelphia right now outside of the dummies that were at the bank. So the rest of you on social talking about, oh, it's electric. Oh, it's electric. Okay, first <laughs> off, you just figured out that word. Okay, <laughs> speaking of Benjamin Franklin. And secondly, you live in Wyoming. Zip it. It has nothing to do with you. Get off the bandwagon. Hold it's on. the Phillies. They've been around for a long time. It's a historic franchise. Franchise. But in fairness, probably right behind, there is no fairness. behind the signing of the Declaration of Independence, being a Phillies fan looks like the most fun thing you could do in the city of Philadelphia right now. Like, it looks like a fun time to watch that team. All those guys are really likable, and I want to hate them. I'll disagree. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I saw the park last night. There is nothing fun about being in that park when it's the fifth inning, and there feels like there's no threat coming from the opposition. Baseball can be arduous, and they were just standing there like, come on, do something, Diamondbacks. This is boring. No, being a Phillies fan is fun right now, and the Phillies team is fun, not necessarily the ballpark. I have a quick question for Mr. Maher because I had this debate last night with a friend of mine and you can answer it when we come back because we're going to talk about Scherzer. Better pitcher at their peak, Scherzer or Verlander? (laughs) That's like asking me, two kids I don't have, which one's my favorite? I'll answer (laughs) it coming back. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sharp Money, as we welcome you back here on a Wednesday, of course, you've got the Major League Baseball playoffs going down right now. The Phillies last night bludgeoned the D-backs 10-0. 
as we welcome you back. Houston at Texas, you got Javier versus Scherzer. It's fascinating tonight because you wouldn't expect to see such an elevated total boys with those two names I just said, Javier and Scherzer, but you can see a nine and a half out in the market. Most shops are showing nine. Let's get into it. I'm Patrick Maher. He's Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson. But right as we went to break, Amal asked me a question that is going to be a painstaking one for me to answer. I, I grew up with the bad, like the bad boy Pistons, 89-90. It was kind of my first indoctrination as far as basketball. But the bless you boy Tigers, 1984. I was born in 78. So 1984 is kind of my first remembrance. And that is Sweet Lou, Alan Trammell, Lance Parrish, Jack Morris, on and on. Willie Hernandez, you know, Chet Lemon, go on and on. We can have some fun with that. It's one of the great teams. Sparky Anderson, I think they started 30 and 5 that year. That's not terrible. So we go from them then kind of a generation of losses for the Tigers. As a matter of fact, they set an AL record. I think it was an 03 with Alan Trammell at the helm, ironically enough. And then we moved into the Dave Dombrowski era. And I talked about Dave Dombrowski yesterday because Dombrowski in 97 with a young Miguel Cabrera built a team that won a World Series. Fellas, he's the greatest general manager slash president in the history of baseball. It's really not even close. He then went on and took a moribund franchise that had an AL loss record in the Detroit Tigers and over a 10 year span went to two World Series. Remember, 06 and then 12 against Amal Shaw's Giants. They're now your Giants. <laughs> they lost both World Series, but just getting to the World Series, that's the general manager's job. It has nothing. Once you get there, it's just a crapshoot, right? He then moved on from Detroit, Dave Dombrowski, to the Boston Red Sox and just randomly won a championship in 18 against a better Dodgers team. We would all agree with that. And now he's with the Phillies. This is year three with the Phillies. Dombrowski's Phillies won the NL last year. It was his decision to move on from that hard ass at manager and bring in the donk that nobody knows. And all of a sudden, here they go again. And they're setting records after winning the NL last year. The Phillies are setting records and lighten up America this year. Okay. Now, that is to tell you this. Dombrowski brought with him from Florida a guy named Miguel Cabrera. Miguel Cabrera is by far my favorite baseball player of all time. While you and I have talked about it, as far as right-handed hitters, he's a top five guy ever. Hit for the cycle. The last one to do it was Yaz, so it's pretty good. But also, Justin Verlander was in that mix, and he was drafted by the Tigers. He's my favorite pitcher of all time. He's a guy, pretty good, won a bunch of Cy Youngs, also an MVP as a pitcher. Now, for a four-year span, Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander were on the pitching staff there with the Detroit Tigers. Do you guys know who else was on that same pitching staff? Yeah, Rick Porcello. Rick Porcello, and there was a lefty on the staff. David Price? That's exactly right. How you don't win a World Series with those four <laughs> pitchers, I don't know the answer to that, boys, <laughs> that whole, but it didn't happen. What, what year was eight, that? Eight, eight combined Cy Young Awards between those guys. What year was it? Because I remember the lineup being stacked. Was Maglio still around? Maglio was absolutely there. Man. You can Google it. Uh, now. He asked me, who's the better pitcher in the prime? I want answers from the two of you as well. I'm yep. sorry for being so long-winded, but this is my wheelhouse. Uh, I, so Scherzer or Verlander, on the average and just like on par, uh, Verlander's had the better career. Remember, Scherzer was a late bloomer. Scherzer was involved in a three-way trade where he ended up from the Diamondbacks, interestingly enough, to the Tigers. Fellas, let's work through this trade. Remember, who went to the Yankees? Curtis Granderson. Who went 
to, let's see, the Yankees got Granderson from the Tigers. The Diamondbacks sent the Tigers a little-known pitcher named Max Scherzer. And the D-backs got, do you guys I, I remember think it was, who it was the Phil Hughes got? or Ian Kennedy or both? It Ian was Kennedy. Ian Kennedy or Phil Hughes. They remind me of the same human. Yeah. So you just confused me? But I think you're exactly, it was one of those two. You're exactly right. It was a three-way trade. And Granderson, would you say them all? It was a beneficial trade for the Yankees as well. He ended up being a pretty good Yankee. Pretty good Yankee, good power, and just a great clubhouse guy. I think it was a benefit to the Yankees, absolutely. Yeah, so Verlander, who ends up being a four- or five-year Tiger. Okay, excuse me, Verlander was there forever, 12 years plus. But Scherzer, who ends up being a four- or five-year Tiger, remember, he then signed that huge deal with the Nats, and you and I have talked about those big contracts never working out. I think we can all agree that contract worked out for the Nats, right? They won a championship, and he was great with the Nats. Bryce might end up doing, uh, might end up exceeding his contract. Scherzer's the one guy that I point to in the last two decades that exceeded the contract. Very well put. Yeah, he did exceed it because, for example, somebody like, and I'll admit, my favorite player of all time, and that is, of course, Miguel Cabrera, the back end a la your boy Rodriguez with the Yankees was a freaking disaster. It's an albatross, right? Dustin, you're looking up the trade. Go ahead. Give it I'm to trying us. to get it. My internet's being oh, a little my bit slow. Gracious. It won't Just go. take your time, bro. It's, it's all good. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, I, um, I, I run the internet. The, now, <laughs> now, the question is, who's the greatest as far as their prime? Would it be Verlander? Verlander, nine-time All-Star, you know, AL MVP, um, ALCS MVP, three-time Cy Young, including last year as a 40-year-old pitcher. But the answer, unfortunately, is Max Scherzer. And I don't really think it's close, boys. Max Scherzer, when he was on, was beyond dominant. And when I say dominant, three Cy Youngs, of course, uh, three NL strikeout leader awards, four-time wins leader in 13, 14, 16, and 18. But here's where it gets interesting. Most strikeouts in a nine-inning game. Roger Clemens and Kerry Wood had 20. So did Max Scherzer. Most immaculate innings pitched. Three. Tied with Sandy Koufax and Chris Sale. Immaculate inning. That is three strikeouts on nine pitches. That's dominance. You know, 20 strikeouts in nine. Three Cy Youngs. Three immaculate innings. When he was on, and they're both strikeout pitchers, but I believe Scherzer has more. When Scherzer was dominant, he was better than Verlander. I hate to say it. Well, well, what about the fact that Max Scherzer, for about seven years in the National League, got to face a pitcher at the bottom of every lineup, whereas Justin Verlander had to face a DH. You're asking me, big guy, and Amal Shaw asked me, who was the better pitcher in their prime, dominance-wise, and it's Max Scherzer. It's Mad Max. That's the answer. Here's the thing about the two of them. They love to give up runs in the first. I don't know what it is. They're allergic to just goose eggs in the first. The two of them always, Verlander will always give up a solo shot in the first. And and yes to a run tonight in the first is a pretty good option with Javier, who's got two pitches, a fastball, and you know the Rangers hunt fastball and a slider. And Max Scherzer, who stinks now. I'm sorry. He's terrible. I, well, to your point, I actually like the Astros in this game in a good spot to bounce back. It's funny. I said Scherzer in reference to the question, 
But I'll tell you what, I went back and looked at Verlander's numbers from the age of 23 in 2006 to 2012 over a seven-year stretch. This guy was just an absolute horse. Over 1,500 innings pitched. And both of them, when you look at their career stats, they're so comparable. I don't care about the All-Stars. Nine for Verlander, eight for Max Scherzer. I think uh, Verlander's got three no-hitters, two for Scherzer. But you mentioned it. At the peak, Max Scherzer, to me, he was just a shade below Pedro when he was at his prime. I'm surprised. I, I, I actually think I like Verlander better. God, Maxi every fifth day was on. Un- I, I know he was I, a I, I, I'm sorry because I've been so wordy and uh, verbose, boys. Uh, Dustin, I understand what you're saying. I Trust me, I do. Nobody watched more starts from Verlander and Mac, Mad Max. I actually don't think it's close. Verlander, here, here's his, and Dustin, you've heard me talk about this a million times. Verlander's biggest strength, listen to this. 200 innings pitched in 2023 is like an anomaly, right? right? Listen to Verlander. 201, 201, 240, 224. These are successive. 251, 238, 218, 206, 227, 206. All he did was throw 200 plus innings in an era where nobody did. The guy is a freak. He's LeBron James. Yeah. Well, good comparison. Just like, you know, metal. Yeah, and I, and I think Scherzer, or Scherzer not as much as Verlander, but I'd say for Scherzer, I guess th- this is probably negating what I thought, is if you told me I had one game to win with the competitor that Scherzer is, I'm going to go Scherzer. That was, so that was my argument. I said, you got Max or you got JV, who's taking the baseball? And I said, for me, it's Max all day. It's not even a comparison. I, I would agree with both of you. And I'll just say... But not tonight, though. Like... No, we'll get into Javier and Scherzer tonight. I don't <laughs> think Scherzer. Tonight. I don't think Scherzer should be pitching tonight. I agree with you. That. Oh, we, we should discuss. We'll come back up from the other side and discuss it. So it sounds like we're all going to be on the Astros catching it, the number. I, it, I'm, yeah. I'm planning on going reverse run line tonight. By the way, I do agree with you on your statement that uh, Cabrera was the for me. He was the second best hitter I've seen. Best right-handed hitter. The only guy I've seen better was Anthony Keith Gwynn. I think we have to put Pujols in the mix. Obviously, his numbers are dumb. Manny. It's the Pujols, the, and there's three of them. You Man, just Manny, Manny's it's slightly Manny, behind it's, Cabrera for me. Manny's slightly behind Miguel Cabrera for me. And I think if we're being historically accurate, big guy, we have to put Pujols ahead of the two of them. Yeah. Yeah. But he lied about his age and some other things. So, like, I don't know how much we, a do we not, Do we just feel, gloss over the 10 years in Anaheim? Mickey was just fat. I knew he wasn't there cheating. There are questions. <laughs> Mickey was, and also he liked to have a cocktail or two. <laughs> Astros Rangers coming back. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. We were just talking about the baseball, but you've got all four major sports in action. There's no better time of the year right now to be a sports better. And with our new sports Equinox special, there's no better time to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Sign up now and get full VEASAN Pro access to everything we do through May 1st for only $120, including daily best bets, unlimited access to our betting splits, plus all our exclusive betting content for the Major League Baseball playoffs, college football, the rest of the NFL season, March Madness, and and NBA and NHL regular seasons and of course the NFL draft which is coming up in the spring don't miss the limited time offer now vcin.com slash subscribe to sign up that's vcin.com 
slash subscribe to sign up. Sharp Money, VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. On a Wednesday, we welcome you back. I'm Patrick Maher. I'm Alshaw Dustin Sweetelson. Okay, boys, let's get into it. And so tonight, you've got Texas returning home. Of course, this is the Battle of Texas. Arlington right there. Dallas. Um, it's interesting. This is a Rangers team, Amal, that's let that has yet to lose a game in the postseason. A two-game sweep of the Rays, three-game sweep of the Orioles, two nothing over Houston. So seven and zero in the postseason. I added it up as far as the run differential. They've outscored their opponents, the Rangers, thirty-nine to sixteen in the postseason. They've won exactly one game at home. So of the seven wins, six have come on the road, which is crazy because remember the two they won at Tampa and then the three, it's just crazy how much they've won on the road and they've gotten 27 extra base hits in those seven games. So this is a team kind of like the Phillies that's mashing and we've got Javier. We can get into Javier and Scherzer. I mentioned you know, Scherzer was wearing down Bruce Bochy to start tonight. He's going to get the start. And he's going to lay a price dollar 36, excuse me, a dollar 30 over at DraftKings, And the comeback at DraftKings is let's see a dollar 24 on Houston. Yeah. Great breakdown in terms of what the statistical numbers have been for the Texas Rangers. I'll take it even one step further, guys. They have trailed for half an inning in this postseason. Baltimore hmm. scored two runs. The Rangers come back with a five spot in game number two in the top of the third. That's it. That's the only time they wow. have trailed in this entire postseason. Talk about thorough dominance. But with all that being said, guys, I'm going to play tonight the Houston Astros reverse run line and take a plus money price. I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to look for it. But right now it's at plus 116. It's just simply a play against Max Scherzer, even though I'm a huge Scherzer fan. We talked about his greatness in the last segment. Christian Javier has been tremendous in the last two starts. 11 innings pitched, just the four hits throughout that stretch. A little bit of concern, though, with seven base on balls. That one in Minnesota, he had five base on balls. He went full Blake Snell. Dustin kind of worked around it, did a nice job there. But I think this is feast or famine time for the Houston Astros. Unlike the Arizona Diamondbacks, I think this team has the talent, the experience, and the capabilities. And remember, they were far better on the road this year than they were at home. And I think that'll be the difference. They won 53 games on the road this year. I think that'll help them as they take on the Rangers, who've only been in Arlington once, as Patrick alluded to, for the postseason. Yeah, 50. The guy, this is, let me just quickly say this. Javier, it's interesting. You see the total of nine. You can find a nine and a half, Dustin, in a mall. Javier, his worst start of the year was in July. It was against the Rangers. Mm -hmm. Four and a third, eight runs, nine hits, two home runs. Again, I talked about the Rangers, what they like to do. They hunt fastballs, and you know Javier, he just throws a fastball on the slider. Then, Dustin, before you launch into it, Scherzer, right before he went on the shelf, he gave up seven runs to the Astros. So, first off, the Astros see Scherzer. Obviously, the Rangers see Javier. And you got a total of nine tonight in Arlington. Yeah. So Amal mentioned it. Houston 51 and 30 on the road versus 39 and 42 at home in the regular season. Also from the regular season, they went nine and four against the Rangers. So I know they've lost the last two to start the series, but they beat up on Texas during the year while they were chasing the Rangers from behind in the standings. Uh, I think they have the pitching edge tonight. Uh, I think they're, if, if you're a prop better, I am not great with props, but if you were looking at fading Scherzer. I, he only threw like 69 pitches in a simulated game a week ago. Finding ways to fade how long he lasts in the game, how many recorded outs or how many strikeouts. I could totally see that as being a viable play tonight. 
but I'm just going to go and take that plus money on Houston because, look, Javier's good start against Minnesota. He's been bad away, so I know that. He's been bad at Globe Life with a 5-4 ERA, but here's the deal. This guy knows how to turn it on when it matters, kind of like Aaron Nola last night. He has a 1-9-1 postseason ERA. He has 57 strikeouts in 37 and two-thirds innings. And if you look at the batter versus pitcher stats, there is a slight edge that says Houston hits uh, Scherzer better than the Rangers hit Christian Javier. I'm going to take that plus money because Houston's not losing three in a row in the playoffs. Well, you said it. And that's exactly what I had written down as far as a pitching prop for Scherzer. I've got under 13 and a half outs. Now, it was 12 and a half this morning, and I still like the under. 13 and a half outs for Scherzer. I'm going under. You're laying $1.45 over at DraftKings. Uh, what is that? Three, six, nine. He is not. This is not going to be. He's going to be on a pitch count. Again, he's been badgering Bochi about getting the start. If he gives them three good innings, that's a win for the Rangers here. I'm going under 13 and a half uh, outs for Max Scherzer here. I, I love that play. Just for people to clarify that he's going to have to record the second out in the fifth inning to be able to get over that number. I just don't see it happening to your guy's point. And by the way, one name we have not mentioned, guys, Jordan Alvarez. Six homers already in just six postseason games. Castellanos has been tremendous with five and eight games. Bryce, is, I think he's got uh, four and eight games. But Jordan Alvarez has just absolutely uh, been on fire. You're going to think I'm being blasphemous right now. But if you look up Jordan Alvarez's start to his career and David Ortiz when he became Big Poppy, it is basically identical. He is literally a modern David Ortiz right now. That's how he mashes. And to your point about your play, Patrick, uh, in the postseason, last four playoff starts for Max Scherzer, averaging under five innings pitched, and he was healthy for all of those. So 4.85 innings pitched average over his last four. I don't see him going deep into this game at all. The Rangers were good at home. In fact, only the Braves were ahead of the Rangers in most categories at home. I, I Maybe I keep on talking about, you know, the lack of success for Scherzer and Javier this year. Javier is a guy... Last year, that was specifically in the postseason, completely unhittable. Yeah. Like, unhittable. Look, this year, 31 starts, 4-5-6 ERA. Like, complete opposite. He looked so good that that's why they didn't even try to bring Justin Verlander back. Now, obviously, they traded for True. him. But he looked so good. Framber looked so good. They said, we don't need Justin Verlander. We have these young, cheaper options that look like they're about to become aces. I just think... The pedigree of being there so many times and in situations like this before, I have to just take that money on, on Houston and take the plus price because I don't think they're going to blink down, down 0-2. Well, to your point, last year in the postseason, all Javier did was pitch 18 in the third innings and gives up one run. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> Yeah, and, and it's a great point by Dustin as far as why they felt as though Verlander coming off a Cy Young year was expendable. Now, the irony is they wouldn't be here if they didn't go and grab him at the trade deadline. Oh, yeah. And he pitched brilliantly in game one, even though it was an L. I don't know. There is a very weird collision. Almost feels like um, fade out complete. Like as far as the Rangers and Phillies and the way they're both mashing, almost feels like they're on a collision course here. But I think you both said it. It's an Astros team that's not going to blink on the road. They're not concerned about it. They've played just, I mean, they're so comfortable in this spot. And you're not going to see often the Astros with a plus sign next to their name. So I think it's an opportunity tonight because you. here's the problem. 
we just went on and on about Scherzer and his brilliance in a big spot. You just don't know what you're getting with him tonight. I, I agree with you completely. And I think the difference is what we were talking about with Max Scherzer was, wasn't when he was 39 years old. And that's a concern. And then the other thing you mentioned, potentially Phillies and Rangers. I still think Texas comes out of the series with the 2-0 lead. Teams winning the first two games are 84% to win the series. And if they win the first two on the road, they're 21 for 21. So I think this is a great opportunity right now for the Rangers. Uh, But I just think this is a good spot. You mentioned it, Patrick, with the plus money price. When do we get the Houston Astros? And I'm going to say, guys, you might not agree, but the better pitcher tonight on the bump in this situation and a plus money price with a team that needs to win. And I think they're going to be looser than you'd see from a, another team in this situation because they have a couple World Series, because they're the defending champs. I don't think they're going to be pressing. I don't think they're going to be tight. I think they'll be able to play their game and be a little more free, which leads me to believe they, that they won't, they won't uh, end up overdoing it, overthinking it, and losing tonight. I, I just, I love, I love the spot. It's a good-looking park. Was that... Was the debut of the park the World Series yes. during COVID yes. with the Dodgers winning the World Series there? Because yep. remember, they hadn't played in that park prior. Yes, and it was uh, when Justin Turner infected all the Dodgers with COVID after they won. My man came out of the locker room. <laughs> yeah, that was, it's a beautiful park. I, what was crazy is when they built that, and didn't they, you're used to the area, Amal, didn't they build it right across from the old Rangers Park that right. wasn't overly old? No. That, that park, the, the old ballpark in Arlington was 1994. And this thing got built because the mistake they made they didn't have a roof. And it having so hot. Well, in August, it'd be 130 on the field. Yeah, it's a beautiful park. Looking forward to that game tonight. Into the baseball right now. Astros Rangers coming up tonight to talk baseball. Eric Kratz, Follow Territory TV host. Join. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
Okay, don't forget on DraftKings Sportsbook this season, new customers can bet $5 and pocket $200 in bonus bets instantly, plus all customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. All you have to do is download the DraftKings app and use the promo code SHARP when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. I'm all Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson. I'm Patrick Maher as we welcome you back. Kind of a fun first hour on baseball, boys. I didn't realize it was going to carry the whole first hour. Uh, we've got college football tonight. We'll get to that. We've got Mike Palm joining. Max Starks is going to join. But we do have playoff baseball tonight. And that is as we kind of shift our attention to Texas with the ALCS. Houston at Texas with Javier on the bump for the Astros. Of course, the Rangers are going to throw Scherzer. Dollar uh, thirty six right now on Scherzer over at DraftKings. Actually, dollar thirty coming back the other way. A plus one ten on Javier. We've kind of all lined up, all lined up here as far as taking the plus number with the Astros. And to discuss that, we're going to bring in Eric Kratz. First off, I encourage you to check out Foul Territory, which is awesome podcasts. You can also watch Foul Territory on YouTube. And it's a worthy book to read because Eric's story is amazing. 11 seasons, won a World Series in the majors, but didn't get his debut until he was 30 years old. It's a great story. The Dow of the backup catcher playing baseball for the love of the game. And Eric Kratz joins us here on Sharp Money. Hi, Eric. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, no doubt. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks, man. Appreciate it. So, you know, if I were to go through all the teams you played for, we'd be here a while. But I will say you did play for the Phillies for a year. So maybe you can talk about the atmosphere and what we've been witnessing there at the bank. It's just been electric. Yeah, uh, playing for the Phillies for three different seasons. And you got to see, I was on the team in 2011 when we made it to the playoffs and unfortunately lost in game five. But since then, I've played in several other or been on the team for several other playoff runs, including, you know, World Series championship with the Royals and losing game seven. There is nothing like the environment in Philly and Citizens Bank. Hmm. I think just aesthetically, it's a small ballpark that is on top of you. So that helps. You know, I think that's why Milwaukee was really loud too. And that's a dome. So that helps for their noise. But the difference is in Philly and I grew up here and I live here now. So you playing for your hometown team. Maybe you're, you know, your mind is always thinking it's better than it really is. The stadium is just, they start at a 10 when other stadiums start at a one. And it's not saying other fans aren't as loud and, and as rambunctious, but they just started a 10 and they stay at a 10. I, I was at the, I was at the no hitter last year in the world series uh, against the Astros. And yeah, that was a bummer of a game, but this like, there just was a buzz the whole time in the stadium waiting to erupt. Yeah. But just a buzz where you're like, okay, like this is like, what, why, what is it about this? And the stadium just feels like it's like pulsing and just waiting for something awesome to happen. And this postseason, last postseason, there's been a lot of awesome stuff. Eric, you're absolutely right about that. That electricity has just resonated throughout this locker room right now. When you look at it, the offense has been great. Castellanos, Bryce, and everyone else in between. And, of course, Schwerber. 
But Aaron Nola, give me a catcher's perspective on why he's been so much more effective this year than he was last year when he gave up 14 earned runs and four homers in 25 innings. This year through 18 and two-thirds innings, just two earned runs and no bombs. I think one of the things is they've been able to limit the damage. And when I say they, I mean him and JT and the pitching coach and Rob Thompson. Rob Thompson's part of it is, look, don't let him go too long. Don't let him get into that big inning. JT's part of that is last night, he actually did give up some runners. (laughs) He got a few guys on. He got two guys on. Boom. JT comes trotting out and talking to Nola personally. The whole the whole pitch clock thing was was a thing for him. And in these moments, in big moments, even during the season, there's big moments when he's always been able to slow it down. He wasn't able to with the pitch clock this year. And in no way is he ever gonna say that that's an excuse. But look, the the distance the difference for a pitcher in the big leagues is razor thin. And if you don't have that extra little bit of time to make sure you can make that pitch, it can come back and bite you. Even against, I mean, the worst big league hitter is better than 99.99% of everybody else out there. So they're going to, they're going to create damage. And the guy throws strikes. He's never going to shy away from throwing strikes. And so when you don't have completely executed or you're a little, whatever it is from the pitch clock, you're going to have those situations. And I think the whole game plan from the entire Philly standpoint has been awesome so far in the playoffs. Eric Kratz, Foul Territory, the show. Make sure you check it out. YouTube podcast, 2015 world champ, of course, World Series champ. And you painted the picture perfectly about that band box in the bay. That is, it really is. It's a smaller park. You feel like the fans are on top of you. You painted that perfectly. Let's shift to the AL tonight. Houston, Texas. Let's start with the pitchers. Javier, not the same this year. And how about, let's start with Eric. Let's start with Scherzer coming off the shelf after a while. 39 years old. What do you expect from Max tonight? Man, what a great question. We talked about this today on Foul Territory. Like, what do we expect? Like, why, why, why am I sitting here doubting Max Scherzer? What he's done in his career, he's come back from injury issues. And he's had success. You know, I think back to, and he, he kind of alluded to it and mentioned it when he was talking to Ken Rosenthal. He was talking about the fact that, yeah, when I had my neck issue and I came back and threw, that was not my arm. So I don't even know that Max Scherzer knows what to expect, which is crazy to me. But I know what I will expect, and there's nothing on my, there's no over-unders for this. But Max Scherzer is going to be peacocking around the mound He's going to look like every strikeout. He's going to be carrying suitcases. I mean, huge suitcases in both arms. He's going to walk around the mound after a strikeout and walk back up. And he's going to be grunting and snorting. And he's going to throw the ball until he can't throw the ball successfully for his team. And on the flip side, Christian Christian Javier is a guy that threw a no-hitter, was part of a no-hitter in the World Series, the only one. And he gets to get the ball for a team that needs him. Well, this kind of felt like the same situation in the last series. 
when they were down, well, not down, but it was 1-1 going to Minnesota. And why do we keep questioning if the Astros are done? Is it because we want that narrative? Is it because we want to sit there and go, yeah, well, I can tell. I can tell the Astros are done. How, how can you tell? Because they have the second best playoff hitter ever on their team in Jordan Alvarez. Is it because Jose Altuve is not hot right now and Kyle Tucker are not hot right now? Well, you know what? I'm putting a little cash heat on the fact that Tucker and Altuve are going to get hot because water levels out. These are good players coming to play in a huge game. That's to me, a must win. You can't go down three Oh, that is, that's too much. And they dominate at globe life park dominate. They have an over a thousand OPS as a team at globe life park at the Rangers stadium. So while the Rangers are coming home, the fans have not seen the Astros struggle in their park yet. So that along with Christian Javier coming out, throwing those invisible heaters up in the zone and just enough strikes to get guys to swing. I'm, I'm excited. This I'm looking at the over in this game, which really makes me excited. I wish it was eight and a half. Cause I think it's going to be a five, four game Astros. Man, I'm fired up now. Eric Kratz, dude, you're awesome. Follow territory. Everybody's going to check out that show on YouTube, of course. Get it where you get podcasts as well. Do us a favor. Come back next week, and we'll talk more baseball. We'll have you on for two segments, because that was awesome, Eric. Deal. I'm in. Okay. As long as it's not right, during our it. show, I'm in. No, no, we'll get you on Eric Kratz 31 on Twitter. We'll get you on next week and talk more baseball. Great job, Eric Kratz. That was that dude. He's got a future, man, because he first off, his story is amazing. As Dustin laid out in the rundown, he made his debut in 2010 at 30 years old. So he grinded in the minors and then he went on to play for 11 seasons, including 2020 with the Yankees, won a World Series in 2015. So just like a story of perseverance. You can tell why he'd be a good clubhouse guy, Amal. I love how he talked about Scherzer carrying suitcases because that's what Scherzer does. You know how Scherzer does that pose like when he strikes somebody out where he looks like he's carrying two invisible suitcases. Oh, you're that guy's awesome. You're absolutely. We loved his energy and enthusiasm and you used the perfect word, perseverance. I don't know if anybody embodies that more than Eric Kratz does. I'll, I'll give you a name. Mike Palm. He does. <laughs> and he joins us next. <laughs> Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's Marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com.
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.